Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today, as mm-hmm. usual. We have our Evening with Medium events hopefully coming up on December 4th. We've gone ahead and canceled our July and August events, as you already know. Um, and tickets are on sale for the December events. So if you want to go over to the website by sarlo.com and purchase those, there's no risk if the coronavirus shuts everything down again. Uh, we promise that you will be refunded in full. Um, so you can res- reserve your spot with confidence um, if if you would like. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are five shows. They run the very first week of every single month. The very first show is always free and available at bysarlo.com. The remaining four are found on patreon.com backslash bysarlo. And the whole point of that series of shows each month is to help you with your emotional intelligence and your spiritual growth. We give you a toolkit. Yeah, as does the rest of the Patreon membership. So if you do want to head over to patreon.com slash backslash by Sarlo, you can check out the tiers to see all the different added benefits each month um, and and have fun with an interactive uh, experience as you grow. Kelly and I are continuing as always to do sessions for people all over the world. We do them by telephone, Skype, FaceTime, Zoom, and WhatsApp. So you have a choice to see us or not to by telephone. And the sessions are exactly the same whether you're local and in North Bay, Ontario, Canada, which is where we live, or if you're in Africa, as you're going to find out today. Cool. Um, And gift certificates are still available for contactless pickup if you are here and local, or we can do an email certificate as well if you're looking to gift that to anyone. So... I'm assuming we're going to jump into a story in Africa. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say um, happy August. Ah. If you're listening early, it's still July 30th, but uh, if you're listening with the general public, we yeah. have we have made it to August. <laughs> That's true. I think a lot of people feel like we are making it each day. Yeah. Yeah. To That's what? I don't know, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> we are... <laughs> I saw a post the other day and it was just like... It's fair. Oh, I woke up again today. Not thrilled, but I'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this show today um, uh, happened by telephone. And in order to set it up, um, as anyone knows who is actually a client, we always have to ask if they're in the same time zone. Oh, to set up the appointment to happen. Yes. And this is how I discovered where this lady was calling from because she said no. And I can't remember what time zone she was in now because this is, I I wrote all this out, what, about a month ago? Mm -hmm. But what came of it was that she said that she was calling from Africa. And um, so what I did, and the reason I'm bringing this up right now is that I have changed the names Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say oh, I she changed the name. So I'm not asking you for names today in the in the podcast. Um, she gave consent for her entire session to be retold and to use. Um, I've rewritten the notes, so she's helped me, and she named them. Lovely, and I like that. I think the names are beautiful. So she's given these people the choice names, or pardon me, the names that she chose. So for herself, she calls herself. Oh, good Lord. Aliyah, I think, or Alia. Well, pick Jeez, one of them. It's A, 
A L I Y A H. And I'm certain there will be listeners that are going to correct me, mm-hmm. which is totally good. But now that it's been a month, I cannot remember the correct pronunciation of her name. I think I'm going to call her Aaliyah. Sounds good. And, and hope that I'm doing this some justice. So she asked for a medium in her session. And um, uh, when I said to her, you can pick and choose whoever you want, she complied. And she just straight out said, well, then I'm looking for grandparents that have crossed over. And I have many. So um, I'm open to any of the ones that come through, but it's grandparents that I'm looking for. And um, immediately I saw one grandmother and two grandfathers. So I asked her if that was correct, if that was the correct sexes and the numbers. And she said, yes. So, but she told me, just do what you want with that. So her grandmother was the first one to come through. And her grandmother's name is Ada. And again, I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing it right. And I'm going to spell the names because she spelled them for me. A-D-A-H. Plus, I love spelling. Uh (laughs) I know you know that about me. But anyway, so her name is Ada. And um, she came through immediately as butterflies in the backyard. And she was very specific that she was a butterfly. And so as I'm watching the butterfly in the backyard, she says, look at my colors. She says, I'm, I'm not monarch. I'm not blue. She says, I'm cream colored. She says, and I'm solid cream. And then another one came into the backyard and she goes, oh, that's me too. There's cream and some black in it. So as long as there's cream colored, um, that's me. And I thought, okay, so there's cream and black. So I told I told her this, Ali. I said said this to her about the butterflies, and she she kind of laughs, but she doesn't say anything else. She just she laughs about it, and that's it. And I let it go. I'm not going to prod. If she's going to give it as a validation later, that's fine. But I'm not gonna I'm not going to try and find the validation. And so her grandmother says to me, um, well, actually, I should say that I feel first this calm person. The energy is not, I don't feel wound up. I don't feel angry, Kelly. I feel like I can cope with anything. And she makes this really gorgeous statement to me right off the bat. She says, Karen, I'm calm. And I said, okay, I I can feel that. And she says, I'm a strong woman. And I said, okay. And she goes, and you like math equations. (laughs) She goes, so equals like this which actually is greater than, so Mm -hmm. maybe I should do it like this. She says, equals, I tell the truth. And she says, that's my math equation. And I said to her, well, are you kind of, like, are you telling me that because I like that? Or is this going to be a validation for Aaliyah? And she says, no, it's a validation for Aaliyah, but I know you like this kind of stuff. She says, "Um, but I always would say to her, when, when Aaliyah would say to me, you're a strong woman, Grandma, she says, I would reply back to her, um, a strong woman is a, tr- is a woman who tells the truth, Aaliyah. And so as Aaliyah grew, she would. this was a thing between them. And she would say, Grandma, why do you say that? Like, why don't you just accept the compliment that you're a strong woman? Why do you keep verifying it and correcting me that you're an honest woman? And she says, because an honest woman, um, that is how you get your strength. You have to go through the trials and what happens to you 
when you tell the truth to somebody and they shoot the messenger. They walk away, they um, talk behind your back, they gaslight you, they lie about you. All of the different things you do is where you build your strength. It isn't just in speaking the truth. It's what happens when the consequences come your way. And so she says, I want you to say all of this to her. And I said, okay. She goes, there's more, but I want you to begin with all of this because Aaliyah will be able to affirm all of this, but she needs to hear it again. This is not, it's an affirmation, but it's what she needs to hear. So I did. I, I said all of this to Aaliyah. And, and then her grandmother continues and says, okay, thank you for saying it, Karen. She says to me, Karen, it means something to Aaliyah because um, she's trying to model my behavior since I've died. She's looking at who I was as a person. She's trying to figure out the statements and the conversations when she's gardening and when she's just driving the car to work and picking up groceries and stuff. These are the things that are going on in her mind now because I'm not there. Mm-hmm. So she's she's now valuing our time even more, and she's trying to think, what was she trying to tell me? What was she trying to learn? And she says, and I, I want you to her to know that I know that she's doing that, that she's thinking about me and that she's trying to model me. She says, it's important for her to know I know. And it is. Mm-hmm. It is really is. Oh, yeah, because you grow more in love with that person the more you're trying to emulate them. And yeah. if they're not around to see it, yeah. and I'll say to give that inner child the pat on the back and say, yeah. good job, yeah. um, then, then you're always kind of wondering if they, if they know. Yes. And so she's going to find out today. So I explained all of this to Aliyah and, and said what I had just said. And I hope the listeners can understand the joy that Aaliyah feels to get that kind of affirmation and information and how good it feels for me and how good it feels for Ada. Mm -hmm. And that I don't care anymore because of the mere touch synesthesia, whether I'm trying to figure out if it's Ada feeling this happy, Aaliyah, or me. It's a happy dance of all three of us. I'm not, I don't try and separate it and figure it out. It's just, it's just a joyful pot of soup (laughs) or a joyful, happy dance. Mm -hmm. So, um, at the end of that, uh, Aaliyah says to me, are you done with my grandmother? And I said, I believe so, because she's just pulled away. Like she's, her energy remains to be calm and to be a problem solver and just to, um, be present with you. But I said, she's she's just stepping away and I have a grandfather coming forward. And she goes, okay, which one? And I said, you know, Ali, I don't know that I'm going to get names for you, but do you like it that I'm describing personality and traits? Um, and she says, well, yeah. She says, I'd rather the personality and the traits. So who cares about getting the name right? Could you be a spokesperson for us? <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do find that as clients are listening to more and more of the podcasts and watching yeah. the YouTube videos, that's really changed. I think it's more fun too as um, as a client 
to be able to not play a game because I don't want to trivialize it, but it feels like a fun mm-hmm. game when it's like, okay, I've got to differentiate because I'm the one who knows between my two grandfathers mm-hmm. um, who she's describing. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a little I enjoyment s- in your day. I see it that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I try to help clients see it that way, that it's fun as opposed to testing because I'm a skeptic, right? So anyway, so... Um, I did not get his name. And she is now giving me a name. So this grandfather's name is Zane. So Zane came through and he sits in the in the treatment room with me and looks out the window. He goes, isn't nature great from the window? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you could tell Aaliyah that I love nature from the window. And I said, oh, I think I get that. You're not, um, you don't want to go hiking. You don't drive an ATV. And he laughs. No. And I said, so you like nature? And he goes, yeah. Like from your window. He goes, well, yeah, there's a damn good reason. And I said, oh, right. Well, this is Africa. So do you mean that you like it because it can come pretty close (laughs) and you need to look out? Yes. He says, it's not like you sitting here watching a deer go through your backyard. He goes, I would have other animals in my backyard. He goes, so I refer to it as liking nature from my window Mm -hmm. Um, for safety reasons. (laughs) So I repeated that to Aaliyah and she said, that's absolutely true. She says, we would pull up and we would call from our cell phones in the car and tell them we were here. And so the gates would open and we would go onto his property. And I did not understand that you could do this, but they had wild animals on their property. Mm. And and I don't mean that they owned them, mm. but it was gated at a certain, like to get onto the property, but it was open at the back of the property. So he owns a lot of land and they would pull up and say they were, had arrived, he would say, well, you know, there's a boar on the property today. There's a, you know, I saw a couple of elephants this morning. And you'd, you'd think, oh, okay, uh, which side? Or they'd go to a different parts of the house. So I'm thinking, this has got to be a really big house. And she said, that's correct, it is. So that would indicate to her where she would park her car mm-hmm. and how she would get into the where the garage was for the vehicles. Because they had different kinds of vehicles. Car to go into town, a Jeep to go back into the bush. So she validated all of that. And and he said to, her, to me, you can say that to her because it validates the lifestyle she had with me. And some of our routines. And he says, but I have something to say to her. He says, because I've, I died years ago, Karen. I'm not uh, like a, the last couple of weeks or months, even the last year or two. He says, I've been passed for over five years. And he says, but I want her to know that I know that they're trying to have a baby. And she's in a little bit of a worried state. She's not panicked yet. She's not looking for fertility drugs. She's not. But she's just starting to get a little anxious because she didn't get pregnant first try. Mm -hmm. And he says, so I want to say to her that I know that she's 
wanting to have a baby and she's going into anxiety way too soon and that's going to interfere. Her stress levels and her hormonal levels have to be normal and healthy. He says, so I want her to know that I have her child with me and that it is written in her contract to have a child and that it's not through um, any help from science. I want to be careful how I word that. Um, but that she can have this child naturally without any help. Mm. So he says, I'd like you to tell her that so that she can just relax and that she can understand if, if I can enjoy that instead of thinking it's a job to get done, that her husband can have more fun. Both of them can. <laughs> yes. That was the, yeah. both of them can have more fun and that she can relax and enjoy. And, so I repeated all of that to her. And Aaliyah says, yeah. So I said, okay. I said, do you need anything else from Zane? And she says, no. She says, I wasn't expecting my grandpa to tell me about having my baby. And and you can just see her sitting there. And Kelly, she's just literally like, mm-hmm. like daydreaming. Like you can see how happy that's making her that she's visualizing him holding her baby, Mm -hmm. that she's perhaps visualizing um, that this child will be loved before it even arrives to be loved. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's beautiful. Imagine being loved before you even get here to be loved. (laughs) It It was a beautiful, a beautiful message for her. So the second grandfather comes through. She names him Jafari for this show. And Jafari starts by saying that she has a partner and that he really likes her partner. And that the reason that he likes him is that he's truthful. And that he has a very calm energy because it's based in truth. Hmm. And that he doesn't get in a fluff over anything. At work, at home with his own parents, with his own siblings, his friends, strangers in a grocery store. He's just solution-focused. And I don't mean that he doesn't have all kinds of feelings, but he knows that if somebody angers him, he knows how to get through it. Mm -hmm. He knows that you can problem-solve it, or maybe you can't and you can't control it, so why get upset? If you can set a boundary, you go ahead and do it. If the person could apologize, you give them the chance to. Um, if they don't, then maybe they're not capable of, but he understands not everyone's capable of an apology, so he doesn't expect it. Like, what a beautiful person. And so Jafari describes her partner. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm not going to describe me. I'm going to describe her partner to her and tell her sh- that the reason that I love him and that this is a, a beautiful person is that this is who she attracted in her contract because of her grandmother. And because it's within her path to create this very same kind of life of the strong woman rooted in honesty. Mm-hmm. And so she has this gorgeous grandmother that she really wants to role model and, and be like. And she picks the partner who has the same qualities so that she has a continuation of that, but that he's got the skill set 
And so does Aaliyah to some degree. She just needs to keep building it. But she's picked a great partner who has more than she does. And so she's not a woman who wants to pick a man who's a fixer-upper. She picks an equal and somebody who actually has qualities she admires and knows that she's working on. And she's not intimidated or afraid of that. She's relying on it Mm -hmm. and willing to do her job. And so he's explaining this, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, how beautiful. And this bird comes from... Now, I should explain something here. The bird, well, I'll finish that sentence first. The bird comes from one side of my yard. So I'll say the right as I'm sitting, looking out the window into my backyard, doing a lease treatment. And this bird just flies, flies in from the right and comes into my view, goes right over my backyard and lands in my neighbor's yard on the opposite side of the house. So it, it lands in Lucy's yard. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think anything of it, but he says, oh, shit. And I'm thinking, Jafari? And I hear, oh, shit, I overshot the lawn. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? So I stop talking, and I'm looking to see, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to notice, is this bird Jafari? Like, what's happening? And I can hear him, and it's like, oh, damn. So he lands in Lucy's yard, and I di- he flew in so f- fast, I really didn't know what type of bird at first. He goes, Karen, I'm a robin. I'm coming around the corner. And I'm like, okay, because there's a shed in my backyard, so I can't see how far he's shot into the yard. And it- he goes, I'm not going to fly in. He says, I will run across. <laughs> and I'm like what? Well, you're a bird. And sure enough, the robin comes running into my backyard from Lucy's yard. And now I'm laughing because it's like, oh my God, that's that's Jafari. <laughs> and he's referred to it as that he's overshot my yard. He comes running into the yard and he goes, Karen, I know you like your affirmations. I'm going to come up on your deck. And I'm thinking, seriously? So like, I'm literally, like my eyes are glued. I cannot talk to Aaliyah. I am so interested in what's going on. And he runs around into the backyard and I'm thinking, "Mm, I guess I'm wrong. He's like not coming towards the deck. Turns around. He goes, let me get my bearings. (sighs) Turns around, jumps up on the corner of the deck and faces into the treatment room. Like he's facing me instead Mm -hmm. of into the backyard. So he does turn his body around and looks into the backyard. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I have to get my cell phone because I'm on the house line. I'm on my landline. And my cell phone is on the floor in front of me with my notepad and paper and pen. And I, I pick up my cell phone and I take a picture of the Robin looking into the treatment room on the deck. And I say to Aaliyah, your dad, or pardon me, your grandfather, Jafari, says that he is a bird. And she goes, what? Like this. And she goes, what kind of bird? And, and then and she's, she starts laughing. And I said, well, I said, he's, he's laughing because he says he had to be a damn Canadian bird. <laughs> he's a robin. And she goes, right, 
right. She goes, Karen, this is funnier than you know. And I said, well, why? Like, is there, can you, would you mind sharing the affirmation? And she says, well, my dad was a bird watcher. Mm. My grandfather, Jesus, I keep calling him her dad. My grandfather was a bird watcher. And she says, and I'm thinking that you're going to say the birds we have here in Africa. So I'm trying to ask you because I think you're going to give me the validation of, you know, the cockatoo or I don't know what they have on in all honesty. Um, the birds in that area. And she says, and I'm forgetting that you're in Canada. He just had to pick a body. <laughs> he had to find a bird. And so she goes, it's really funny. And so I'm explaining to her that he says he overshot the lawn. And she goes, well, she says, I would say that that would make sense. So I send her a picture while we're talking on my cell phone of the robin. And she goes, this is a very small bird. And I said, it is. She goes, that makes sense because his favorite birds were the really big birds, really large ones that really got your attention. And she says, so it makes sense that he overshot the lawn to me because he would be used to the birds in the bigger body Mm -hmm. where you take one flap of the wings and he's gone. But now he's a robin, and he he has to flap a lot harder, mm-hmm. so he sh- overshoots the lawn. <laughs> it was so cute, Kelly. So then he steps away, and he goes, "Those were my messages about her partner, and 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 coming in to say about the birds because that would be a good validation for her." He goes, "I'm done, Karen," um, and. So he just stays. And then I think like the robin just leaves. Like I'm not staying focused on it anymore, but I'm pretty sure it left pretty quickly. And then her grandmother comes back in and she says, do you, I, I, Ada. And she says, I'd like to end the session. Ada pushes a ring towards me. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh, is this your ring? Like, are you showing me something that's yours, Ada? And she just pushes the ring. She doesn't say anything to me. And it's like she wants me to to see it. So I take a good look and she says, no, like describe this to her. And I said, well, it's just a plain silver ring. And she goes, right, it's silver. She goes, what's the stone? So I look. You knew at this? (laughs) And she shows me the stone and it's a diamond and it's not big and it's not small. She's referring to it as medium. Well, that's kind of that's that's a challenge to describe. Mm-hmm. Everybody's opinion of small, medium, and large for a diamond <laughs> is different. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine people listening to this going, "You got that right." Yeah. Like, yeah. So she goes, "It's a medium-sized stone. Um, the band is plain." And I said, "Okay." I said, "Is this yours, Anna? Am I like answer me?" And she goes, "No, it's my granddaughter's." And I said. Oh, is this engagement? And because again, oh yeah, it can you don't be, interpret a ring. Oh, we can't interpret anything like this. And I said, so this is your granddaughter's, and she says yes. She goes, I I want you to say that. And she go, and then she's kind of like, like got a little wink, like coy about it. So I tell Aaliyah this. I said, oh, she's handing me a ring. And she goes, oh, can you describe the ring to me? So I said, I can, as a matter of fact, because she's that's what she stressed. She showed it to me. And Aaliyah says, well, what else did she do? And I said, well, she says that it's your ring and it's that it's not her ring. And she goes, you got that right. She goes, I got engaged last night. And I said, I'm really happy for you that 
ought to save this to the end. Mm -hmm. I said, what a beautiful way to end your session. And I know that some people might think, well, why didn't she say that at the very beginning if that was so important? Well, no, she saved it for the end because this is the big splash. Like this is the... Oh, see, I thought her whole treatment was to say, you are a strong woman. Also, you picked an equal for a partner. Don't worry, you're going to have your child. Also, you got engaged. Like, girl, you're living your best life here. Yeah, very much. And then Ada shows me her feet. And I, I look down and I'm like, oh, okay, what's happening now? Like Ada's feet? Yeah. She goes, look at my feet. And so I'm thinking, okay, but they don't look like an older woman's feet. They look like a young woman's feet and they've been um, manicured and painted. So I'm thinking, yeah, I think I got that wrong. I think this is still Aaliyah. And she goes, yes. So we get things wrong and they correct us. Mm-hmm. So I said, Aliyah, I said, um, she's showing me yeah, that you've got your feet manicured and I'm seeing pedicured. a pedicure or <laughs> your feet manicured, your feet pedicured. And I can see that there's a color of paint on it, but I don't know how to describe the color. I'm going to call it summer beach fun or something because it's not, I don't know what this is, Kelly, but it's not like a pink and it's not an, um, a red or an orange. It's like a combination of colors. Is it like your toes right now? Yes, it's like my toes and I wanted to whip up my foot. Don't do that. I'm not going to do that. That's not appropriate. But I'll just say it's a summer color. And she says, just, you can tell her that, but you can say it's not pink. It's not red. It's not yellow. It's not orange. It's a combination. It's somewhere in between all of that. So I, I told Aaliyah that and she said, Karen, I got a pedicure this morning. And she says, so you're telling me that my grandmother was with me last night at my engagement and this morning to get a pedicure. She says, that is what this means to me. And I said, well, good for you, because some people would think it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It just means that Karen, as a, as a medium, knows all of this stuff. Or as a, no, as a psychic, knows those things. Right. And that... They don't necessarily make the sentimental connection that their people are still with them. Correct. And she chose to make that connection. She chose to see it that way. And that is what her grandparents were trying to do. Mm -hmm. They were trying to say all these things. They were trying to prove all of this. But they haven't got enough control over a human to say, this is how you're going to interpret what we want you to get. And barely a bird. (laughs) Yes, let's not forget that. So we ended our session um, very nicely. She was really happy. And then later, and I don't remember how much later, because as I said, this was a month ago now, I got an email and I wrote the words down. I just would like to read these to people. Mm -hmm. She said in the email that she was really happy, that she felt calm that she was glad to know that she's on the right track in life, that it gave her confidence, she feels reassured, and that it gave her energy. Hmm. And she just listed them. There's no explanations as to how these things are affecting her. These were the words almost like with a comma after each one, and I just wrote them as a list. And I did that because I think it's good for people to understand that we have choices in these sessions. Someone else could have got that session and didn't come up with that list. Mm -hmm. She did because she was really present in it and she was looking for her connections. 
She's looking to be loved. Mm-hmm. And, and that all of them are still in her life and loving her. She's also making that effort as a human in her everyday life. Yeah. So I think it's, and I, I hesitate to use the word easy, but I think it makes sense that she would make those connections of your session together, um, given that she's exercising her strength. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Good for her. And you, that's a really remarkable session. Yeah, I thank you. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I... There were so many parts in here, like you said, every single message from each one of them, who she is, who her partner is, made this session beautiful. Kelly, this was one of my favorite sessions. Yeah. Um, And part of the reason that it was one of my favorite was the bird overshooting the yard. Yeah. His behavior... The the uh, the comedic. I just, sometimes I th- I think of the sessions in terms of a movie, it, like where people could sit down and watch something like that and see how comical it is, and and that speaking and connecting to the spirit world is not scary mm-hmm. in the ways that people watch shows and movies and read books where the connections are based through fear, but rather. The way we live our lives, in where there is so much humor, there is comedic things that happen. Yeah, it's it's neat because like I know a lot of people make a an unfortunate assumption about crows or ravens. Yes, being bad omens or messengers of yeah. of death or whatever. I don't really understand it. Um, I don't know if that traces back to like an Edgar Allan Poe thing or what. Um, but I mean, they are messengers, and they're they're beautiful birds um, with a with a lot of strength to deliver messages. But I think it's really cute that he picked a robin because um, I don't know anyone who's afraid of robins, unless you're just generally afraid of being shit on, which is fine. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel about birds. I know, but like <laughs> you went to comedic, and I think that's great. I, I can completely understand um, how, especially that you saw it fly. Straight, straight from one yard to another. My head goes back to a show that you did. Um, I think it was called Loop de Loops or um, no bike wiggles and heartbursts or something. Anyway, I'll, I'll tag it in the post. But where a young a young boy came in on the birthday of his father and connected with his dad, oh. who he had lost. And when he left the house, he got on his bike. Someone else had paid for his session so he could hear from his dad. Yeah. And he he just did little fun yeah like little wiggles all down the street because he just felt that lightness oh, that right. I got to talk to my dad again yeah and and it sounds like it's that beautiful of a connection with Aaliyah, uh, with her grandparents and I what what I pull from it is is not just the Robin and and the hilarity but the sincerity yes of of all of those messages mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and I, I, there are times at the end of the day, and I think, you know, listeners know that I happy dance with all my dead people. This is a packed kitchen. Mm-hmm. I, I get to happy dance with all of them. Mm-hmm. And, and what a great day that is. Thanks for sitting on this. I know you've been sitting on it yeah. for a while because we have so many things that have to come out in certain order. Yeah. Um, especially with Patreon. Uh, so to sit on that for a month is 
must have made you wiggle a bit. It did. I wanted to do it immediately. And when we had to cancel it a few times, I yeah. was super disappointed. But I also got a little bit nervous because there's it's so hard if you don't have well-written notes or that they don't call you right before because I can't recall. So I really had to rely on the notes. Mm. And I'm sure I've missed tons. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've missed way more. But that's the joy of a session. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's what comes through in a, in a one-hour podcast or a 45-minute podcast where you get to hear some of the big things and not necessarily all the intricacies. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why people come for their sessions mm -hmm. is, is all the, the parts that maybe just stay theirs. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah, you're very welcome. Okay, so if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at bysarlo.com. Wherever you have tuned in from today, thank you so much for being here. Um, if you're looking for a more intimate experience, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, patreon.com backslash bysarlo is available to you. Um, there's all kinds of benefits in there to help grow your emotional and spiritual intelligence, plus more stories that we like to share with you as well. Um, have a great weekend. Mm -hmm.